When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the latest of the Overboard Network, a Below Deck podcast. We're back with episode 10, a Below Deck Med titled Finding the Groove, which, Sean, I continue to hate all of the titles of this show. Um, and this is just a crazy, lazy play on like a 70s groove party because no one found their groove here, man. It's, it wasn't even close. There were no like grooves. There was I don't, no one found it. Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah. It's terrible. Uh, in this week's episode, we enjoy a new charter group coming on. Uh, Storm continues to have issues fitting in as bosun. Natasha continues with relationship issues and provides the guests with a party favor that they really weren't looking for. Um, it'll be interesting to see what the ratings are for this episode, John, uh, because this is the same time as the Emmys are on. Uh, but Sean, I really have to ask, if you missed this episode, is there really anything you need to be caught up on? Also, first in the Monday football game too of the year. There, there's yeah, a man, lot. I'll tell you, this is dedicated. Yeah, I'm a as a huge Broncos fan. <laughs> I care about this podcast more than I do about watching that. Um, That's how committed we are. Yeah, we're we're doing it during halftime, but still, no. Uh, yeah, like I. I don't think they care about the ratings for Bulldog Mid because it's on Peacock a week early. Yeah. So I think they're like, whatever, people like Bulldog, we don't care about the weekly ratings for this version of it. Uh, but yeah, as far as like what happened during this episode, not much. I think we get a few, yeah, like a, kind of going deeper into um, maybe a mutiny happening with the interior. With Cal Natalia. Sure, you see yeah. a little bit of that, a little bit more evidence of that, obviously. And then also just another chapter in the uh Jason Storm thing. Just Jason, no one liking Jason on deck, and just so like nothing crucial happened this episode, but it's kind of building to bigger things happening later during the season. It's, sure. It, it's like a perfect episode if you're like watching like three in a row right right yeah but like as far as like on its own no nine nine ten happened yeah no i i think you hit on the big points too here right obviously natalia and kyle are having a little bit more issues with natasha here um maybe that's where we start too uh yeah. i think so it kind of starts off with what they're complaining about the amount of provisions natasha's ordering or maybe just being befuddled completely by how much she's ordering yeah well look that um, if you're a stew that's probably the hardest part of the job right and i was like i mean i think for maybe not for guys it is like i'm sure like storm and z and like jason are cool with it because you're just like picking up boxes and putting them in a different place but if you're especially if you're in italia it's like i don't she probably doesn't want to like lift lift heavy stuff all day yeah, plus you got to fridge everything, right? 
Yeah, like in yeah, finding a spot for everything like that, like moving stinks. You're yeah. basically moving. You're un- yeah. unpacking a huge truck and putting everything away when you don't have space to begin with. So, legitimate gripe. Yeah, I was thinking. I don't. I'm sure Chief Stews have been fired before for ordering too much stuff. See, I don't know where the bill goes there because I mm. think it because I, I would think that you just play a you, you pay a flat fee to be on the boat. They're not going to bill you for food after. And like, you know, it's probably a flat fee that's inclusive of everything. So really, mm. you're just you could argue that you're eating into margins, but at the end of the day, the boat has it. So it's like if you order way too many like champagne bottles you're still going to have them on boat at some point. It's inventory that just kind of goes on the balance sheet. Yeah. And also if you, it'd be worse if you ran out of something that the guests wanted. Right. Then you're actually going to get into trouble. Yeah. That's a good point. So maybe, I mean, maybe it's just playing it safe, ordering way too much of Could everything. Be. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she's not going to hear from Cindy about it. Her money. Yeah. That's yeah, true. exactly. Um, also, I, I, they were also kind of complaining about arrival drinks, mm. which, I'll say this. I don't remember any of the previous charters having these like extravagant, like welcome drinks, but then they did like a, like Monta, like a real quick, like cutaways. to like each charter, they had like a huge, like drink setup. I guess I remember like the one blueberry one, I guess, mm. but all the other ones I don't remember. I don't know if it's a, I don't know if it's kind of like a nice, a more nice thing to do than champagne, but I can see why it's a pain in the ass, I guess. So I'd rather have a mixed drink than champagne. I don't personally like champagne that much. Sure. But I feel like every other chief stew gets away with just doing champagne. Right. I don't, I don't know. Um, so maybe that is like Natasha kind of going, trying to go above and beyond or be more creative. I, If she wants to do that, I don't, really don't think Natalia and Kyle can grow too much. Yeah. Part of your job, right? Of, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the, that's what the chief stew wants to do. Yeah, it's one um, less drink you have to make for them later. You're yeah. just you're getting them already drunk. Yeah. Uh, when then uh, one more thing about Natasha, I want to bring up. Did you notice her the text with her boyfriend now just say like one unread met like we don't read them anymore, right? We don't which, read them. Thank you. Which yeah, honestly, they were nauseating. But also, do you think? that's like a one-off because it was like Natasha then sent a message to her sister telling her sister to text her boyfriend about like weird messages she's getting. I'll tell you, Natasha seems like a nightmare to deal with. Did she just break up with her boyfriend? I don't think so. She, she texted or she left like a voice message to her sister to text her boyfriend for her. Which is like a real like fourteen year old move to do, John. If your girlfriend had her like I don't know cousin text you to stop texting her, I, I feel like you you wouldn't she feel like okay I think that's over. Yeah, that's the end of the relationship. <laughs> yeah, I, and I'll say this: that's probably the end of the relationship because I don't think I want to be with someone who uses like a relative to not only like air out all the dirty laundry, but like use them as like a medium just seems like an insane move. Yeah. yeah, She's going to be back with Dave soon. Cause by the way, it was a nightmare. Dave had a great edit tonight. 
Like Dave was just he in the really best did. spirits the entire day. Um, Cause like he's, you know, he's, he was kind of a downer, like the last two times they went out and everything. And he was smart. He's like, I'm not going to go out tonight. It's going to get a good night's sleep. And he's like best mood the entire time. He's wearing that wig. Really, really vibing to that. And yeah, good Dave episode. I like his move of just doing basically just doing like pass hors d'oeuvres for dinner. Well, they wanted that. They wanted like uh, um, tapas, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, those are very small tapas. Sure. Yeah. Especially with like a chair for a full of girls that works because yeah. they don't they don't feel like too full or anything. Exactly. Mm. Uh, it worked out well. And then he was doing something like deconstruct deconstructed stuff. I can't say that word, whatever. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I think that's all I have on them. But yeah, great edit for Dave. I agree. Um, do you want to get a little bit? Oh, yeah. I guess the last thing we want to talk about uh, Natasha not being able to read the room. Mm. The, uh, now, I don't understand the order of like the, like the order of events here. But so Stephen is the name of the dildo that's been on board, right? Yeah. That's just been like cosmetic as far as we know. Um, <laughs> but like, what's the deal with like them asking for Steven, but then they didn't realize it was a dildo. Like they kept saying like, when is Steven coming out? Maybe he comes out tonight. I think, and then like, did Kyle bring they, him up? Yeah. I don't, I don't know how they thought it was like, something fun or kinky or whatever and then it they ends thought he was a pirate they thought it was like i don't know some like, random know crew they member they, they don't get a meet until the until you ask for him yeah i mean i guess my question is is who would have thought a a you know a steven wouldn't be a hit for a mother-daughter charter right yeah that's it's tough um a little little michael scottish from natasha tonight yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's just funny when you see like a joke just not hit it is really yeah. funny um and uh and then she kind of like kept it going she's like here you take it you, now put it in your mouth and she's like what are you doing here um i'll say this i call bs on kyle uh i think he probably thought it was a good idea to bring out uh to bring out steven uh and he's just trying to save face like after the fact am i off guard here um... am, I off, am i off face he well, see, he said he knew he was never really vibing with these guests at all. Yeah, I don't really know. They seem like fine. They're just like average American girls, right? Like I don't know. Yeah, they're pretty. They're pretty, pretty like, normal. Yeah. yeah, like, like I guess they're kind of basic, right? I don't know. Like I'm yeah. sure that's. I mean, to be fair though, Kyle's in love now um with the guy he met for 48 hours frank he's in, he's in love so every every charter is just going to be worse and worse because the love of his life isn't there anymore i don't want to step on the our awards later but yeah we're very muted kyle episode yeah i feel like he had he gone up there too and really like embraced it it would have saved natasha's joke could have could have right because yeah I don't know. When Kyle's really into something, I feel like the guest usually responds. So, yeah, yeah he, but there's a little mini mutiny happening with the interior. And yeah, I think was... it's like if Kyle and Natalia are used to, be, used to be chief stews. And at first, I'm sure, like, this is great. I have way less pressure on me. I don't have to do as much work. 
but there's still that like kind of human urge to show off like what you can do right and kind of challenge yourself also so i i don't know they're they're gonna i think they're gonna continue to like undermine her in like little ways well i mean i know we talked about it last week but we saw the like later this season and like the interior crew just like goes off the rails pretty much i honestly i think this whole season goes off the rails as after you watch that like what you know later this season on below deck is like Natasha's crying all the time. Kyle, Kyle's yelling at Natalia. Natalia's yelling at everybody, mm. including Storm. Like it just seems like an absolute like yeah. shit show from here. And I don't know when it starts, but it's gonna happen. Yeah, this was slow build foreshadowing episode. Yeah, where not a ton happened. But we, we do have to talk uh, Jason and Storm again, right? I mean. Yeah, here's the thing, Sean. Jason was like my favorite character on board until tonight, and he just had a terrible episode. So, Wait, Jason? You know what? No, Storm was, right? No, Jason was my favorite character, and I had... I ha- no, uh, I, I'm going to say this. I do have to admit it. I was low on Jason throughout the entire season, but I wasn't nearly low enough, and I, I apologize for being so off. Um, he stinks. Uh, he's just not doing anything anymore. Like I don't Like, I don't know what else to say about the guy. John, you're a manager, right? At your job? Yeah. Okay. If, I don't know, like he, he, whatever, Storm asked him to like polish some of like the stainless steel on the boat and he doesn't do it. And Storm notices and goes, hey, Jason, when you do this, you got to like go harder. He goes, oh, I just didn't do that. Like he didn't say like, I forgot to, or like I didn't try hard enough. It was just like, I didn't, I didn't get to it. I feel like as a manager, wouldn't you rather him lie and say, like, I forgot to? Like, what do you do with I didn't do it? He's almost I mean, it's, it's like too honest where it's like, oh, okay. I'll, I'll, uh, honestly, I think Storm's not be Okay, listen, Jason stinks, right? But yeah. at the same time, I don't think Storm's being a really good manager here. Like, you have to have that conversation with Jason. You can't just, like, keep talking to, like, Z about how much Jason stinks. You have to like have that conversation with him and be like, dude, I need like, I need you to do your job because we need to operate together. And he's, he's just not doing that. And I think it's kind of tough. He, he also, he, he cleans the, uh, he cleans the stainless steel that he asked Jason to do. Yeah. So he kind of, he should have just made him do it. Like once he like called him out on it, he should have like, go, okay, like do it right now. And he does it himself, so he he's not that comfortable delegating yet. And I think Sandy actually brought that up to him later. She's like, "Storm, you're running around too much. You need to like let them do it, and if they fail, correct them." But and I don't know. Maybe this is just like the trials of like a first time manager, a first time bosun. Like you feel like you still have to do everything when like you have a team to do it, man. Except yeah, J- no. except Jason because he's not going to do it. Except Jason. Funniest moment of the season, though, unintentionally funniest, was when they're on the beach and Jason just drives by on the, on the wave runner and yells to Storm, you have to come back with yeah. that dumb look in his face. Like, that, that, that is so hilarious. There and, like, so- all the guests here, too. <laughs> like, there were so many ways he could have done it that weren't that funny. But this, this was the best, man. 
She's like, yo, guys, we're done in here. We're this is like a this is like a bouncer at 4 a.m. being like, we gotta wrap it up, man. This is it. Uh it was it was a it was a bad look for Jason and also a bad look for Storm. It, uh yeah, because you're basically being scolded by like the lowest guy on board who you should fire. Right. <laughs> Sandy sending him to discipline you. Like, th- like, yeah, that, that was, that was very tough. Um, I, interesting. It's like Jason and Kyle kind of have a little convo during this episode. Yeah. I didn't realize they were so close, but uh, I mean, Jason's just like, dude, my jokes are not landing. They're funny. They don't know what's going on. It's, but it's, it's not me. I'm hilarious. It's these guys. It's a culture gap. They also like, he's like, I do a lot of stuff at home. I juggle. And I guess they don't storm zine corny numbers by juggling either. No, I mean, look, it's that would suck if you're not friends with anyone you you work with. But he does himself no favors either. I don't know. No, just I I just like that. I was just I didn't I didn't do it. (laughs) Yeah. Well, why? Like, (laughs) like there is a deadline. The guests are about to come on board. Like there is a deadline. It's a tough look. Um, Jason's got really no leg to stand on. And I I think at this point, he's just like hanging out, collecting, you know, $1,600 tips every three days, which for him, I would just try to milk that gravy train as long as I could. Like, I mean, you don't have to be shitty about it, which he is, unfortunately, but um, it is. is. That's a good point because he doesn't want to get back to commodities trading. He's a yachty, and like, I know he's like the low man on the totem pole, but like, those tips are pretty huge. Like, it if you can get through a season, like that's like good for your bottom line. Like, it's good for your bank account. So I I guess that's the plan. Yeah, even if you're not having any fun. Yeah, he's banking five hundred bucks a day. He's got no overhead. Like you, like think about it. What overhead could he have? Unless there's like. I don't know. I'm guessing like some form of like health and like, do you have to buy health insurance or just like the boat cover it during that time? Um, that's that's all I can think Because they're in Europe, but he's from America. I who knows if that works. Yeah. Um. But yeah, you're right. Like you're. This is a good job. So you, yeah, you you it's kind of interesting. Like watch a guy just like kind of struggle to get through it. But and I, we do know later in the season. He does ask Storm to fire him, but we don't know how that how we get there. So, uh, I, I mean, once you get far along, like there's like a quarantine period here. It's like ten days or whatever. I like, think there's yeah, no way. Yeah, I'm sure like, there still was still quarantine. Or Z yeah. said it was like two weeks. Oh yeah, you're yeah you're right. Yeah. Oh man, so, you got anything else real- from this episode? No, I just thought it was really funny when Sandy's like walking everyone through. She's like, "Here's what I want, guys. This is a this is a V formation. This is what I want the anchors to look like." And then it's like 20 minutes later, it's like, "All right, the anchors are tangled." Like what? Like who would have thought? She's the only captain who gets the anchor the anchor tangled. <laughs> it happened season two. It they almost had to cut the anchor and like end their season. It was so bad. It only happens to her. 
just uh, were they were wasn't they talking about like it was like a forty thousand dollar anchor or something? Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. so it was like a rat's nest too. I don't it only for the record, Cindy, this only happens to you. She says it happens to every on every boat. But I'll tell you this: I've taken out my parents' boat. I've put two anchors out. Never got anything twisted. <laughs> that I I've been on the boat quite a few times. I can attest. I never yep. seen the, the anchor tangle either. No, um, so I don't even know how they've got themselves in these situations, but it's not a great look. Uh, I don't know. They put it on like a suspe- suspenseful ending that was like, uh, is Storm going to lose his arm? It's like, probably not. He'll probably be fine. Like we would, we would know. Yeah, they're, they're probably like, yeah, no, like we canceled this season of Below Deck Med, a dude lost his arm. <laughs> All that, like uh, this season on stuff never yeah. happened <laughs> wow like, Nat- natasha crying is just about storm losing his arm that's probably it that would be that'd blow my mind yeah yeah we're, we're gonna assume storm entangles it yeah i'm sure he'll be fine uh sean anything else you want to just go right into awards sure sure uh john who's your winning the episode jason oh no sorry uh the chef uh dave yeah i just had dave good, too just a good he, had, he got a good cut man he got a really good cut um i uh he seems happy he was on the ball um you know it, it seems like he's moved past the whole natasha thing and he like actually like wants to be friends now which to natasha is like a signal that she should try to get back together with dave because how dare a guy not want her um good cut if there's a natasha contest dave appears to be winning it right now oh yeah i think i think they're next night out they're doing something there's a kiss or there's something uh also one one thing i love that dave said he's like i really try to get along with the interior team and like respect them because just makes work like that much better yeah i mean every every chef should be like that yeah i, don't know. I yeah. mean chefs are usually off the wall man they've usually got like a screw loose and i don't mean that in like a terrible way just or a bad way at all it's just like a lot of chefs are just built different yeah there there are some that kind of don't respect the server position right. or the stew position and even like dave said like i couldn't fold a shirt <laughs> <laughs> he actually said that but like i don't know like it's just like cool it's just like a good way to go about it and Good, yeah, great Dave episode. And he was having fun wearing that wig. So now here's the thing he's got a Costanza situation. Mm. Um, and uh, <laughs> uh, what was the one time Costanza always talked about how he doesn't like meeting girls wearing hats because then like they won't figure out he's bald until later. So, like, when he went up with the hair, I don't know if that's the first time he met them or whatever but like do you think like night two they'd be like oh dave's thought he had you know good head of hair on top they might yeah if here here's my uh theory on toupees and wigs uh, for guys if you're rich enough you can get away with it i've worked many uh like fancy cocktail party where there's a rich guy just wearing a very obvious wig yeah and i don't if you just kind of own it yeah, you're also worth millions of dollars. People just kind of go along with it. It's weird. 
<laughs> I, I think he actually looks better bald, though. I think he is, too. Yeah, he, he pulls it off better than I could. Yeah. John, who should you have losing the episode? Uh, the perennial Natasha, man. Uh, she just stinks. I don't know. I thought Jason's not great either, but uh, like Natasha is now using her sister as a mediary to talk to her boyfriend, which she just got together together with, and now is starting to like get a little bit closer with the with Dave. So, just. I continue to think Natasha stinks. I also, Natasha, I couldn't, I wanted to give it to like Jason, but the moment on the wave runner was just funny. Yeah. So like not intentionally, (laughs) but like, yeah, it made me laugh. No, I, I'm also starting to think she may not be that good at her job. I think Kyle and Natalia are both pretty solid. Yeah. And Dave's awesome. And that's kind of what's been carrying her all season. Exactly. So we'll, I know, we'll see what happens. I can't wait, but yeah, low, 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 low Natasha tonight. Yeah. All right, man. Uh, I agree. Um, I'm shocked Jason didn't get it from either of us, but that's just the way it crumbles. I think he's gotten it like two weeks in a row, right? Yeah. We got to move, we got to move it over. Uh, So, all right, man. Anything else? I mean, we got we got maybe six more episodes of this left. I don't know. Maybe well, maybe more. Well, John, uh, one thing. Did you see the uh, the trailer for Below Deck Adventure? I did. Yeah, that was that looks pretty good. Any uh, any initial thoughts? So this is more of a macro thought than anything. Yeah. But like, are they preparing for like one of the other franchises to like maybe not be here in the foreseeable future? Because I don't think you try to like rebrand Below Deck Legacy if Captain Lee leaves. I think you just like be like, okay, that one's over. And now we have Below Deck Down Under is one of our three. So I think you always run three at a time, but they're kind of keeping keeping some like at primed for when either like Captain Sandy or I don't even want to say Captain or, you know, Captain Lee or Captain Glenn kind of call it quits. Yeah, I think that's probably I think that's probably the move. Um, like and like especially with these spin-offs, the one reason they're a good idea is like I feel like the recent problem with like Blow Deck Legacy is it's kind of always being compared to as glory seasons. Cause like it's right. It's already been like been on for nine seasons. So like people are always gonna compare it to like season three or season six, and it hasn't been as good the past couple of years. We're, we're with these spinoffs, you're kind of starting fresh, and you know, like it's not like it's not being compared to anything else, it's just being compared to like what, what you're being shown so far. Yeah, so that's smart. I uh, I will say, love seeing everyone's like cold weather fits, like all the crew, like wearing like jackets and stuff. Love that. Yeah, and man, Nor- Norway just looks like so different than all the usual like, locations we've seen. So, like, oh. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for that. And based on the trailer, this crew is doing a lot of hooking up. Yeah. So I kind of, I'm into it. I don't know if they'll run Bulletic Legacy and Adventure at the same time. Probably not. I mean, they can run them on, they can run one on Peacock. We'll see when it starts, but. So, well, that's the thing. This premieres on a Tuesday. 
Adventure. Oh, okay. Ooh. So maybe it's Legacy on Monday, Adventure on Tuesday. But then why haven't we gotten a Legacy trailer yet? I don't know. I never, I don't know why, <laughs> but like over since, well, Med had a really late trailer too. That is also, yeah. And they're probably trying to draw interest for Adventure because we don't know it's coming yet. Exactly. So we'll see what happens, man. It kind of, yeah, but puts the pressure on Legacy though. Like, hey, right. we got four other options here. Sailing us on fire. People really like Down Under, which we haven't talked about, but which I, I, I don't know. I thought Down Under, I thought it was a fine season. I think people maybe overrated rated it a little bit because they thought the captain was good looking. That's yeah. I, I thought the same thing, actually. Yeah. It's like, like, it's just like, like a very, like, right down the middle average season of Bullet Deck. That's not bad or good. It's just like, I don't know. It, it was solid, but adventure looks like a little different in like the best way. And also they're going to get off the boat and like do weird stuff. Yeah. I like so, that aspect. I'm a, I'm, I'm excited for it. Yeah. I, I don't know. I wasn't, I wasn't sure if we needed another spinoff, but based on the trailer, I'm into it. All right, man. Uh, good episode. We'll uh, be back next week and uh, hopefully everyone has their arms at that point imagine <laughs> that would break that would break bullet act yeah all right john well see you next week everyone thank you for listening bon voyage